Wait, should I say it? Yeah, be blunt as fuck. This is Brutally Blunt with Jennifer and Katie. Welcome back to this week's episode of Brutally Blunt with Jennifer and Katie. We have a special guest on today. Her name is Ali Boubois, and she is a haunted tour guide for Haunted ATX, which is a ghost tour in Austin, correct? Absolutely. Okay, so welcome. Thank you for being on. Thank you for having me. So can you introduce yourself and just tell us a little bit about what it means to be a haunted tour guide? Uh, so I am Ali Bouvoir, and uh, I am the senior most driver at Haunted ATX, actually. Um, and basically, my role is uh, to chauffeur people in either a van or one of our vintage hearses. And uh, we go to several locations throughout the city of Austin. Uh, we talk about the historical aspects of the location as well as some of the haunted reports okay so is haunted or haunted is austin known as a haunted city um i would definitely classify it as a haunted city um texas in general has had such a tumultuous history and austin specifically you know several wars have been fought there um you know we've got all sorts of underground aspects of um, kind of seedier things like, you know, um, sex work and um, brothels and um, uh, a lot of speakeasies during the 20s. So because of that, uh, there's been a lot of crimes related to those aspects of the cities, of the city. And um, it's definitely been interesting to see the aftermath of that as far as the haunted aspects of it. Wow. Austin is a lot more poppin' than I thought it was. I, know. I don't <laughs> think like Austin, like tech bro, you know, I don't think Austin like haunted. So when you like, are the people, are the ghosts that you're interacting with, like mostly, you know, from these types of events that have happened in Austin, or are they just like, you know, Sally Sue died in her sleep and like her normal life and she's popping up on the tour no we've uh primarily got uh ghosts that have died because of you know some very traumatic events like um one of the the spirits that we talk about um was nearly beheaded um because she turned a, a guy down um was she a, a prostitute a, a brothel or not just sure a- We're not sure if she was a lady of the evening or simply, you know, at the speakeasy to have a good time. But, you know, she caught the attention of a guy who she did not like back, turned on his offer for the evening. And of course, no doesn't always mean no. No, Apparently not. That's That's crazy. crazy. Yes. If you're a guy listening to this episode, (laughs) if you do something crazy like this, just know that we're going to come back and haunt you for the rest of your life. (laughs) (laughs) No means no. Literally. So the reason we found her, you guys, is because we're planning a trip to Austin in the summer and we were like looking up things to do and ghost tours kept popping up. And I was like, Austin? Like, I don't know what I was thinking to do in Austin, but I definitely was surprised that this was like a reoccurring thing for people to do. And I was like reading all the reviews and people like love this ghost tour. Mm -hmm. Would you say most people are believers before they go on the ghost tour? Or are they kind of like iffy about it? I would say there's a mix of, you know, healthy skepticism and uh, true believers um, who have had paranormal experiences in the past and are looking to kind of explore further. Um, So it's, it's really about half and half. Okay. Do you think that like, so you're saying that, you know, a lot of the ghosts or spirits that you see have had like traumatic past is, do Mm -hmm. you know if there's like a reason why you're more likely to like still stay here and be around if you've had a more traumatic past versus like passing in a normal way? Um, I really don't. I know that there's different scientific aspects that do go into it. Um, but I'm not, um, I personally am not a ghost hunter. 
So I'm not all, always savvy as far as like some of those more advanced like reasons why mm -hmm. something somebody may haunt a location um, compared to like, you know, you know, passing in your sleep and you just go on to heaven or wherever, mm -hmm. you know, your soul goes after death. Do people get you confused with a ghost hunter often or are they like they get you're just a tour guide? Um, most people get that I'm just a tour guide. Um, I don't carry any special equipment on my tour. Um, as much as I love Ouija planchets, I always wear my Ouija planchet necklaces. What is a Ouija uh, planchet? Oh, what you do so with the Ouija, the Ouija board? boards, like the, with the numbers and letters. Yes. Um, I've actually never played with one. I collect them, but I do not touch them just because I've heard so many stories that start off with, well, I was playing with the Ouija board once and then all of this other stuff happened. <laughs> yeah. yeah, actually a psychic that we go to, she told us never fuck with a Ouija board. Like don't play with one because nope. it opens portals to evil spirits or you don't know what portals you're opening. So we were like, okay, I guess I, I believe you. Mess I with trust the you. Yeah. I'm not going to play games with it. Don't yeah, need to, I did it. I remember doing it when I was like 13 and it was like, who will I kiss? I'm like, oh, now I'm getting like spirits, <laughs> like just just to find out who I'm gonna kiss, like, but the I didn't know that. Probably like, I'm gonna kiss you, bitch. Like, <laughs> here we go. Like, yeah, but that's when I did um, like entity that likes to play with Ouija boards uh, called Zozo, oh, and so I bet that. Zozo is like popping up, being like, "Hi, it's me, <laughs> ready to smooch." <laughs> what, so it's like, no, is that a type of ghost or what do you call it? an entity? Um, That's what I don't know it? if you would like classify it as like a demon or like you know, it's some sort of entity that likes to pop up with Ouija boards very often and uh, seems to be kind of like a prankster and stuff like that. Um, I've just heard about it a lot with like different shows and podcasts that I've uh, listened to a lot. Okay, that so, makes sense. Have you always believed in ghosts yourself? Yes. <laughs> okay. So it wasn't like you look. So how do you, how did you decide to become a haunted tour guide? Um, because they were persistently asking me. <laughs> oh, okay. So <laughs> funny story. Um, I used to work as a uh, performer in a sideshow circus. Oh, okay. And so um, I'm known for like glass walking and burlesque. And uh, I was actually being featured on a TV show that kind of featured the weird people of Austin. And I met uh, Mark, who was one of our tour guides at that time. Uh, he senses has moved on past the company uh, just to pursue other, other aspects of his life. But um, he, he kind of introduced himself and he was like, hey, we're looking for a model for some of, uh, some of our flyers and you know things online. And so uh, I did some photo shoots with them. And that's actually how I had my first uh, paranormal experience with Haunted ATX, uh, which I'm sure you guys will discuss with me in a little bit here. But um, he then was like, hey, do you want to be our social media manager? And then eventually was like, hey, we really would love for you to be a driver, in which case we're um, trying to do a true crimes tour at that time. And I was like, all right, I'll do the true crimes tour, but uh, I definitely do not want to do the haunted tour because I've already had an experience with it and the ghosts will definitely talk to me. And I was, I was a little, like a little chicken. <laughs> I would be, I would be yes. <laughs> but lo and behold, uh, I have been doing the haunted tour for over three years now. Is there a true crime tour as well? Or is it just the haunted tour? I wish. Um, we're hoping to bring it back at some point in time. Um, but especially with COVID, uh, we haven't had the resources to kind of invest into it to um, make it happen again. Okay. So let's just dive into what happened to yeah. you. Tell <laughs> us this yeah, I'm story, like, I need to know I'm what happened. Really interested. So we were at a location known as the Clay Pit, which is this really amazing Indian food restaurant uh, here in Austin. And uh, we ate dinner down there and uh, just kind of hanging out. And then Mark's turns to me and he's like, oh, have I told you about the, the Scarlet Lady who you're representing in this photo shoot? In which case I was like, 
no, you haven't told me any of your stories and I haven't taken the tour yet. So how would I know them? So he proceeds to tell me a little bit about her, in which case she was a sex worker in um, probably the late 1800s. And um, she ended up getting killed. We're not sure exactly if it was, uh, you know, some people say that it may have been a raid type of event. Um, some people say that she was uh, teaching a uh, freed slave uh, how to read and write, which could have contributed to her death because this being the South, you know, that was a huge taboo at that time. Wow. Um, or if it was just a man that, you know, was seeing her for the evening if he was the one who killed her. So we're not sure exactly how she uh, passed away, but we do know that she was murdered. Um, so he tells me about the Scarlet Lady and we move on to the photo shoot. Well, all of a sudden, you know, Mark, uh, in the basement there, there are some alcoves um, and we were positioned in the very center there. Mark was holding the, the light for the, the photographer but trying to stay out of the shot, which is really kind of hard to do because he's six foot six. Okay. <laughs> and I was in the center in a wilted maiden pose. And all of a sudden the light between Mark and myself started to dramatically flicker. And so he turns to me and he's like, hey, you seeing this? And I'm like, yeah, how could you not? <laughs> and he proceeds to tell me how all of the lights are not only on one switch, they're on one circuit. So you cannot mess with them individually. So it's a little bizarre when uh, the lights start flickering individually. So we're watching the light and all of a sudden that stops, flat, uh, uh, stops flickering. So the light across from us, but in the same alcove begins to flicker instead and then stops. As I'm in the center and get hit with this feeling of becoming absolutely woozy and it felt like everything was kind of tunneling out like I was about to pass out. <gasps> So I just remember turning to Mark and being like, I have no idea what's going on right now, but I'm definitely not okay. So he gets me up and back to the table where we just ate dinner and he's kind of hovering around in dad mode going, are you okay? Can I get you anything? Do you need more water? Is he used to this? Um, not to this extent. Okay. So I perk up and I'm like, I'm good. That was really weird. Well, the photographer walks over to us and he's like, your corset's just too tight. <laughs> okay <laughs> what was the lights flickering then the whole time I'd be like yeah uh... my corset button popped off and like hit the light like, like okay not to mention that over dinner we had just been discussing how I was an active burlesque performer at that time in a sideshow circus doing backbend shimmies and a steel bone corset so, so it's right. you're used to this this isn't yeah. like a new thing being in a tight corset not my first rodeo yeah <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we also had been discussing how my work as a model and performer can be very risque and I'm very proud of the work that I do. Very much like how this, the Scarlet Lady was in life. She was very bold and very proud of the work that she did. She felt very empowered by it. Well, I was wearing all red, representing the woman who died there. So if anybody's going to be able to understand and be able to empathize with what it was that she went through and what it felt like, it probably would be somebody like myself. So that's kind of the conclusion that all of us have come to whenever discussing why that may have happened to me in particular. Did you, so you didn't see anything, but you had like a full-blown feeling. Absolutely. Like um, and I was discussing, um, I was discussing this event with, um, Stephen Blue, who works with the Night Owl podcast, uh -huh. and they did some research there with a psychic medium and then, um, some paranormal investigation. And he thinks that, uh, she died in some sort of raid and, um, that I, I remember discussing it with him. And when he said that, I said, I guarantee she was shot right above the, the corset line because it felt like all the breath had been taken out of me and it felt like, you know, a, you know, her lung would likely have been punctured if that were to be the case. And um, just the feeling that I had, um, that's, that's kind of the conclusion that I came up with just because of what it felt like. 
That's wild. I see. I would have been in them like they're thinking like, oh, she hates like my pose or I'm like not doing it right. And she's like trying to move my body and be like, no, I have my left arm up, not my right. Or like, right. you know, it seemed to, it seemed like she wanted to say, hey, you're representing me. Here's a little bit more of my story. That makes sense. I would have just I don't even know if I would have registered like the feeling of been like, oh, she was shot or something like right here. I feel like I would have mm-hmm. just been so overwhelmed. But I know watching like um like Long Island Medium and stuff, like she can feel like where they've died or what they've died from, like on her body. Like right. th- that's how they let her know, like, oh, okay, she had shortness of breath or whatever, or a splitting headache or something. So I feel like ghosts do kind of let you know like what they went through in their right. death. Like from for you physically from what I've heard yeah and that's definitely the most dramatic thing that has happened to me um usually when I'm down in that basement um because I still go there for haunted tours um she loves to play with my hair especially um, oh my god I've got really long hair (laughs) and I'll uh I dye it different colors it's uh yellow right now and whenever I re- redo the dye on it, um, she loves to play with my hair and kind of like just tug at it. Oh my God, that's freaking She's saying me like, out. I love this. Like, this is a great color. Yeah. Keep going. And it I'm doesn't scare the shit out of you. Like, I feel I'm like- used to it. Okay, <laughs> so it's like your friend now. It's like yeah. not even like a big I've deal. Never- I've never felt threatened by her. I've um, only felt good interactions with her. Like even when I had that really dramatic experience, it felt like she was just trying to reach out to understand or help me understand her. Um, It didn't seem like she was mad or anything like that. Um, And she's, she really loves um, lavish dresses, lavish jewelry. And uh, she loves kind of, making men blush my type so of girl she, Wait, she can do this like in at the tour she can interact with the guys on the tour um usually it's for something a little bit more stressful such as a job interview or to meet the in-laws for the first time she'll whisper like you're my favorite in their ear um and then whenever the staff members are down there bussing tables a lot of times they'll hear their own name called out to them and they're they're not freaked out. Like this is just kind of normal. I for mean, them some to- people are okay because I feel like <laughs> I would be freaked the fuck out. Like I believe in all of this, but I've never had like a a ghost experience. So like, if someone was touching my hair or whispering in my ear, I feel like I might mm-hmm. freak out a little. <laughs> like, just, just seems a little scary, but only because it's like never happened. Even if they are like a good spirit, there's people who work at that restaurant who. Um, you know, have those interactions and it freaks them out to the point where like, you know, some people have quit. Um, you know, I, I think of this one girl who she was, uh, she was there for a couple of weeks and then, um, she got her hair braided and she was down in the basement and all of a sudden she feels one of her braids like lift up and she's like, nope, I'm not dealing with this. Like, oh my I might be done too I don't know like the hair playing is a little freaky but I like getting my hair <laughs> touched but like <laughs> like by a ghost I don't know in that way <laughs> like I don't know if a ghost it would like be the same thing but obviously it didn't scare you enough to not be a tour guide right <laughs> you were like okay I'm going with this yeah so wow. like when you're like interacting with these spirits are you seeing like the same people over and over again or like is it ever like a new person that pops in and you're like oh I've we've never heard from this spirit before or like yeah um I had an experience once um it was a husband and wife on an anniversary trip and we were seated uh at the very end of this basement a lot of my interactions do happen in this particular basement I think just because the spirits are so familiar with me, especially in that particular space. Um, But it was a husband and wife. And then all of a sudden, as I'm telling my story, the light above us starts flickering. And so the husband is right across from me and he's intently watching that light. And all of a sudden his gaze passes behind me to that light. 
because that was starting to flicker instead. And as that happens, a full-blown shadow figure emerges from the wall and walks a few feet before disappearing. Now, I didn't have any feeling of emotions uh, with that. It felt like a residual haunting, which is basically where people talk about, um, you know, it being similar to an imprint on film. Um, it was kind of that type of situation and likely when um, I've heard that they had some rum running happen in that basement. What's so that's kind of what I felt like it was. What's, what's rum, rum running? Is that what rum it is? Running. Uh, yeah, what is that? Especially during prohibition, you know, you kind of had to hide the, that rum and said, um, oh. you know, <laughs> okay, got it. Gotta hide Katie and I would have been be quick great about during it. that time. Yeah, Katie and I sneak alcohol into concerts and like we would have been like <laughs> the best run rummers. I think we missed our calling. Have you seen like the the bangle bracelets that are flasks? And yes. Like, oh, I was just looking at that today. Now? Yes. Oh, you know what? Once I've been seeing on TikTok though, people have been filling their sanitizer bottles with it. So it's like they act like they're just pouring sanitizer on their hand, but they're pouring like Ooh, vodka in their drink. Smart. Oh, that's actually mm-hmm. a good one. Okay. So mm-hmm. that's good but to don't know. Mix up the, the alcohol bottles. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> you might but die if anyone's listening. I'm I did see the bracelet today, death. actually, and then I actually have scrunchies that I saw on TikTok that you could put mini bottles mm-hmm. <laughs> like you can hide them I have the tampons so got, too that you got, put in your yes, purse they're like they look like tampons but they're hollow that's we ingenious could, we could have mm-hmm. been rum runners we got I feel tampons. like 100 <laughs> percent so what do, what's like people's first reaction when you're like oh I give haunted ghost tours um most people are like oh okay and then they hear I drive a hearse and they're a little bit more intrigued by it just because there's actually only um, about three tour companies that do have refurbished hearses for haunted tours throughout the entire country. And uh, we actually oh, wow. own two hearses um, out of like the four that are out there um, driving around for haunted tours. Okay. So, so is Halloween a really big time for you guys? Like, I feel like it would be such a Halloween thing oh, to absolutely. do. Oh, absolutely. We pretty much sell out like during the Halloween time. That's known as our Christmas period. Is it extra <laughs> spooky during Halloween? Like, do more especially, ghosts come? Especially when um, there's like celestial events like full moons or lunar eclipses around that time. Uh-huh. There's a lot of activity. And especially because it is so busy, um, the ghosts kind of perk up and be like, hey, I'm here. <laughs> they start performing. So the moon Absolutely. does affect spirit. Especially for me personally, I was born on a lunar eclipse. And okay. so celestial events, like um, it, it, a couple of years ago, there was the blood wolf moon, okay. um, which happened during spring. Um, I want to say two years ago. And uh, I had a party of five that day and up in an attic, um, we all heard a young girl call out. Like, so that was pretty said. wild we didn't hear any like words it just sounded like somebody like said something that I feel like tell children children mm-hmm. are the ones that freak me out because I don't yeah, know if they I just know. put them in movies more or something so it just like I don't know but if I were to see like an old man ghost I'd be like hey Ted but a <laughs> young girl I'm like uh okay is this right. like a demon spirit like what are you doing here and then play uh, with your friends I was talking to Diane who she runs the tour and she was saying that there's a guy there that like makes himself known in the mirror or something like that and he's like drinking at the bar or I think that's what she was telling me yeah is that what it is usually wears a bowler cap too um people have picked him up in like photos even and I'm a photographer by day I'm very skeptical of ghost photos and uh, there's a, been a couple that it does definitely look like there is an apparition of a man standing at the bar, drinking a drink, wearing a bowler cap. Oh my, wow. so we might see him on the tour. I hope we see him. I know, it's I'm like kind of more, possible. I'm kind of more open to it now. Like I was like, oh my God, are we like actually going to see a ghost? <laughs> like, I told you like older men ghosts, like we're chill. Like I don't have a problem with <laughs> like he's them. Just Those drinking, are my preferred. Out. So a mirror is one way she was saying that like spirits make themselves known, but that's not like the only way. It's just one of the ways. Yeah. 
Okay. So there's definitely different ways. Um, obviously lights flickering, yeah. um, especially when it's older electrical work, it's easier for them to interact with because okay. I did notice that um, at uh, the Driscoll Hotel, there's a particular wall sconce that used to flicker almost every single time when pretty ladies were nearby. Um, but particularly when the spirit was being called out, especially because uh, we call him out for being a little bit of a cheat when it comes to playing poker. Mm. Oh. And uh, it no longer flickers, which makes me very sad. And you can tell that there are LED bulbs in the lights now. And so apparently that makes it a little bit harder for the spirits to interact with. Um, I just, I don't know if it takes more energy or if the lights are just, you know, so consistent that they can't really like butts with them as much. Um, obviously audibly is a way that spirits can reach out to people. Um, in fact, uh, my tour, I've been working a lot lately, <laughs> so <laughs> I want to say it was within the last two weeks, uh, I heard, had a girl, um, hear a man's laughter on one of my tours. It was so, she freaked out. Uh, yeah, she was a little freaked out. Okay. <laughs> I feel, I feel like I've got to be freaked out. <laughs> especially since the spirit that likely would have been interacting with her um, with laughing. Uh, he was kind of a, he was kind of an asshole. Oh. Uh, so it wasn't like a great guy. Like, no. Mm. So it's like, you know, the certain ghost and their backstories. Mm -hmm. of the different okay so yeah. you, you're like aware like this one that's laughing at you is kind of a dick like <laughs> we know well and you were this. saying like you know I feel like based off of my research and stuff obviously it takes energy for them to be able to interact with people mm -hmm. so do they ever like not show up just because like they're tired like just doing this over <laughs> and over again I'd say that most of the tours that I do um, don't have any interaction other than like lights flickering. Um, but it is very frequent that people feel like their hand is being held by some of the children's spirits. Um, I've had, no. you know how kids sit on your feet? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I've had things like so that much. happen. Uh, oh. I had... I had two parties of two once, uh, and this was one of my very first uh, tours. And we we're kind of semi-circled around. All of a sudden, the light starts flickering. And then the two girls in the center where the party line split, they looked down and then turned to me and said, my jacket was just pulled as if somebody came up between them just to tug, just to say, hey, I'm here. And it was the kids. It was the kids. Oh my God. <laughs> like, but now that you said that, Jennifer, about kids being creepier, I think that's why it freaked me out more. I'm yeah, like, oh my no, God. I feel like it's like yes. the movies have like screwed with my brain because I'm sure the kids are fine. Like they probably I'm, have yeah. better intent than some of the adults. Mm -hmm. So are they with their families or are they separate? Like, are they not all together? They're not all together. Okay. So they're just um, so, like random ghosts that have. Yeah. So stayed. the children um, on my tour, there were uh four children at least that died in one of our particular buildings just due to um uh things like dysentery and typhoid and uh then there is a, another spirit of a child where we don't know where he came from but his name is toby and he likes to interact with people throughout the entire building um and he he's very fun and playful um one of the uh, investigation teams that have been to that building set up jingle bells for them. And uh, as they left the room, all they could hear was the jingle bells jingling. So they can pick up objects? Yes. Um, I saw an investigation team once, um, a YouTube series called Strange Town. Um, and there were, I'm so I, I don't, necessarily believe in orbs okay. but in this particular case there was two orbs that came down from the ceiling and kind of bounced along these chairs that were set up along the wall and then when they got to the camera the camera tipped over okay That's, so yeah those ones are pretty easy I to feel believe. like those orbs seem pretty legit yeah 
Okay. I, I have had one experience where, um, I had, uh, turned on my flashlight to shine on where they blew out, um, a, the original back wall of the building and built an expansion. And as I'm showing this, my flashlight turned off, which is not uncommon because I drop my flashlight like every tour. Mm -hmm. And so it's been through some, some stuff, (laughs) but as my flashlight was turned off, this glowing ball kind of danced around it like that we could see with our visible, our actual eyes. And then as it disappeared, my flashlight turned back on. Okay. Cause I've heard of seeing orbs like in photographs, but never in person. Yeah. Right? Like I've, that I've, I've never heard of. Heard of. Mm-hmm. So that is kind of actually cool that you were able to see that. Yeah, absolutely. And that it kind of baffled me just because like, I'm so adamantly like against like orbs and photos, just because I'm like, you're in a super dusty house. You're using flash. You're going to get flashback from like, like, you know, how lighting works being a photographer and all that. Like, yeah. So, okay. But this one was like, people love showing me orb photos and I'm like, I'm not going to say, but I don't believe in them. (laughs) You're like, did you dust your house before you took this picture, Karen? (laughs) Right? (laughs) Because like our friend always shows us pictures with orbs and we're, and I'm like, oh my God, I never get those in mine. (laughs) But I must have a clean house. Yeah. No dust here. Right. But that's so, do you feel them? Like, can you, is it cold? Cause I've heard like, yes. Okay. Uh, it's very frequent that people uh, pick up on cold spots, especially in um, the room that some of these children died in, um, because like the only airflow is coming in through like the open door. So it's like it's a stuffy room and it's very frequent that people pick up on cold spots up there. That's the same room that they get their hands held and stuff like that. Um, and it was not uncommon at that time to have a sick room at the front of your house because the mid 1850s, um, you know, it wasn't as prevalent uh, having, you know, doctors and medication there. So they were like kind of their own quarantining in their Absolutely. section of the house. Okay. Woo, that's like, I feel like I'm going to kind of want to feel a little colder though in Austin in the, in July. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. It has been very nice, hot here. Yeah, I'm, ori- nice cool I'm originally from Wisconsin, so I definitely am not used to the heat even after five years of living here. I was wondering if people ever get used to it. Cause obviously we're from California. So like our summers aren't very, I mean, and they we get have dry heat. It's not like right. humidity like it is in Texas. Like I told my dad, I was like, we're going to Austin. And he laughed at me because he knows I don't like the heat. He's like, okay, let me know how that goes. Yeah, that's why we're like, mm, this one is the only one we could have an air conditioned tour on. Yep, but. Like, but do you ever see like handprints, like ghost handprints on mirrors or anything like you see in the movies? Um, I don't, but I do know that at the Capitol, Um, there are reports of a room where in 1982, a man actually died in a fire that happened there. And there are reports that say, even though the glass has been changed about three times since that era, um, they're still finding handprints on that particular window where he tried to get out, but he couldn't because, um, it was bulletproof glass that was installed in the window. Oh, Oh my God. Well, so like with these spirits, like obviously that one has stayed in that house. Do people or spirits just connect with like houses and just stay there? Like, why are they always at the same place? Like, I feel like if I were a spirit, I'd be traveling the world. Yeah. I think it it has to do with that traumatic event that happened. um, That kind of ties them to that building. Um, because most of these buildings that, um, that we go to those spirits that, that live there, um, actually had their death, um, very traumatically at that location. So it's usually a traumatic event that keeps you behind. Yes. Okay. Cause I always wondered that, like, cause I was like, well, how traumatic does it have to be? Or are you like still in heaven or wherever you want to say your spirit goes like can you go back mm-hmm. and forth or is it like you're kind of trapped here on earth still 
So one of our locations um, had a young girl very brutally murdered there. And then her mother met a similar fate a short while after that occurred. And we think that the mother, because of the animosity towards the man who did this to them, um, she trapped his spirit there to pay penance. So he didn't die on the premises, but somehow she was able to kind of tether him to that location. And so all three of them remain there today. So we're not sure exactly, you know, what the science is that uh, determines if you stay at a location or not. Um, but that's, that's kind of some of our experience with it. Yeah. I so I mean, with my daughter's murderer forever, I'd be like, but like for punishment, I mean, I'm spiteful. I hold a grudge. So, yeah, true. you know, if, like, I might, but like one of my friends, she, she went to high school with me, but she actually bought a house who, that someone was murdered. And like, she had to rip up the carpet and stuff in the master wow. bedroom because yeah. And she was like, it'll be fine. And I was like, Will it though? Because it seems like, you know, if something really tragic happens, like, yeah, you kind of stick with that location. I would need to sage like the whole house, like have someone come in. Like, I mean, does that help in this case? <laughs> like if do, do, has anyone ever come in and been like, uh, like a medium or someone or a healer and been like, or a cleanser and like tried to cleanse out any of these haunted places? Yes. And um, it sounds like some of the spirits are still just okay with being there. So they're uh, like, it's okay. You try to cleanse it, but I'm still, <laughs> yeah, I'm staying back. <laughs> like, like I, I do know of a, of a medium who um, at least at one of the locations basically said, you don't have to stay here and the spirits are still there. <laughs> oh, so it's kind of like, cause she was like me or they were like, maybe you're trapped or something or feel trapped. Yeah, so you're, you can go now, but mm -hmm. they're like, I'm chilling. Like I'm, yeah. I'm good. Just hanging out. I got TV. I've what? got air conditioning. <laughs> this is air like our perfect this is TV awesome. and air conditioning. I would yeah. never leave. It's like my <laughs> perfect thing ever. Like, so do the psychics and the ghost hunters or paranormal hunters or whatever you want to call them, like, do they confirm all the stories for you guys? Like, okay, yes. this is like what actually happened. And like, oh, so it's like consistent. Like people are saying like the same thing. Yeah. So a lot of times they'll kind of confirm those stories. Um, I haven't had a whole lot of psychic mediums on my tour. Um, I would love to have more just because you always find out little tidbits further whenever that is the case. Um, but I, I know that like one psychic medium mentions that this really snarky old lady, let's put it that way. A dead <laughs> snarky old lady or a live one? She's, she's very much dead. She died in 1995. Okay. okay. <laughs> uh, she not only didn't like most people, she also doesn't like dogs. Like who doesn't like dogs? Oh. <laughs> um, actually, I just want to, uh, Katie doesn't. And I like I dogs, but say... I don't like them touching me. That's what I mean. <laughs> fair. That's it's just, fair. A ger it's a germ. So I just me. feel like when Katie dies, she's going to be that snarky old lady. <laughs> Please well, get your dogs away from me. Spirit was also um, a, a little bit racist, so hopefully okay. you're not like oh, that. Great. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> okay, okay, so is so she still no racist? positives to her? Yes, <laughs> she. Oh, she's a still racist ghost. Yes. She hasn't oh even evolved a hundred years ago. Like, get over it, lady. Oh my god! And she's like in the south. Like, so, oh my god, that's actually kind of funny that like people just stay fucked up. <laughs> like, I yeah. know you would think you would pass on, and you're like, oh, I see now. We're I've all learned the my same. lessons. Right. Like, no. nope, but she's just are, still a bitch. People living their life. <laughs> okay. um, just let it be, old lady. So the the medium saw her or communicated with her yes and some people uh report that um her husband is actually trapped in the house too because um she doesn't want to let him go sort of thing oh poor guy sounds on par like, right I'm sure he wants to go it seems like he's probably like I've had enough of this bitch like <laughs> so you kind of come so you meet random new ones every so often every so often we have a new experience but um yeah, a lot of times the, the mediums do kind of confirm our stories. 
And it's really nice to kind of know that just because um, some of our stories, um, I know for my tour especially, um, I talk a lot about some of these women who were sex workers. And so because of that, you know, these higher up men tried to kind of completely erase them from history. And so we're kind of not letting that happen. We're oh, cool. kind of I like that voice um, because their voice was taken away in a sense. Oh, I like that. That's cool. So, and the girl that you met is Scarlett. That's her name. Or... Uh, her name uh, we think was April, and she goes oh. by the Scarlet Lady. Scarlet Lady. That's okay. Got Love it. that. And she was one of the sex workers. Absolutely. Okay. And, and she... then there's a few others. She was totally just awesome, and so I love telling her story. <laughs> Yeah. Well, have you come across anyone that you've had like a particularly bad experience with? Like an evil spirit. Yes. Maybe yeah. Maybe not like the racist oh. bitch, but like an actual Yeah. I mean, evil. that's pretty bad. Like, yes. sorry, <laughs> right. you had to go through I would that. Say that's bad. <laughs> but like an, an evil, like, oh my God, I don't even know if this is like human. So I had an interaction once where um, a woman on my tour actually got sick in the basement that I was mentioning earlier. Um, it was like, she, she ended up like throwing up <gasps> down in that basement, luckily in a trash can. <laughs> At least she made it. And <laughs> don't always do that. <laughs> she was out of the building. She was absolutely fine. The very next tour, I was on the upper level of that building. And one woman who, she was, uh, something else anyways, but she felt like she was pushed, like shoved at the top of these stairs and she had to sit down the rest of the tour. So it was actually at that time that I turned to the center of the room up there and said, okay, I do not mind if any spirits want to interact with me or my guests, but if you have any ill will towards us, you are not allowed to interact with us. And I've never had a problem since. So you have to just be direct with them. Yep. And they listen apparently <laughs> that's good to know because I've I've been slapped in the face by a ghost before Rude. yeah you? so she was yeah this ghost was attached to my roommate and my roommate and I were like kind of getting into little tiffs and so in my sleep this ghost like slapped me but they would like flicker the lights they would turn on music things like that and but yeah it slapped Did me did you in tell my her face. like hey can you go away now can you contain your ghost? I mean, oh, <laughs> the, the ghost? no, I mean, I didn't know what to do. Like this was like one of my first experiences with a ghost or a spirit. So I was just like, <laughs> what is going on? So then like we went and saw someone and they were like, yeah, it's attached to her. And I was like, okay. Well. How did they get attached? Yeah. I have no clue. She said the, the uh, medium that we saw just said the girl was just showing her like a road and that was it. So because wow. so mostly they get attached to places, not people. Yeah, I have heard some stories of people like having spirits get attached to them, but it was mostly like playing with Ouija boards and things like that. Yeah, like stuff you shouldn't fuck with. Like, yeah, so it's fine. So like you're fine having Ouija boards because it's like it's different between having them as decoration versus like trying playing. to play. Right. So it's okay. Cause I feel like I would be like nervous to have any of them around. I <laughs> like, mean, I've got things like one of them is a Lisa Frank. Ouija that's board. cute. Ooh. That's a Super cool cute. one. Who knew Lisa Frank made Ouija boards? Um, the, you can find them on society six. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, hi, hi Lisa. <laughs> she's, you know, going into new markets. I love that. I, know, I love that for you, really Lisa. Cool. Yeah, she's pairing up with Morphe right now to like make a, a makeup series. Oh, is I she? did see that. Yeah. Oh my God. I like loved Lisa Frank. So I Same. need to check this out. My whole childhood. Like that was it. Um, like it was I like had all the pens and pencils and paper the and folders. like, yes, the folders. folders. Yes. I, oh my God, I'm going to have to check Morphe out. I like, didn't know they were doing a collab. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's crazy. Okay. So when you go on the ghost tour, does anyone bring like protection like like a like crystal or salt or a cross or I don't know what protection Absolutely. would be. One of my other tour guides um, uh, actually wears like will shove crystals down her bra. Okay, <laughs> I do that too. Okay, Katie shoves crystals in her pants. <laughs> yeah. So. yeah. 
Okay. So crystals do have different properties like quartz, um, allows for interaction. Um, amethyst because it's a type of quartz, um, does allow for that as well. Uh, I always wear a turquoise ring. Okay. Um, and that allows for, um, kind of positive communication. And so I'm very particular about like what perfumes I wear and, um, what stones I wear just because, I do want to make sure that any interaction that I have is good because I'm open to communication with these spirits, but um, only if they're going to be nice about it. I don't want anything bad to happen. Right. No like, I'm open to it. Like, even though it's freaking me out thinking of like people like actually touching me and holding my hands and playing with my hair, <laughs> that kind of freaks me out, but I'm open to good ones, but yeah. I just want to make sure I'm getting the good ones and not the bad ones. So I'm like, what crystal should I bring with me? Like... Or I heard someone was like, put salt in your pocket or something like that. I don't know what the hell that was. Or like does. the white light meditation before you go just to keep you safe and like protect mm-hmm. you before you, you know, meet spirits. Absolutely. So it's not, okay. So it's not like weird to like shove crystals on my pants or my bra or I mean, whatever. that is weird. <laughs> yes. It's only weird if you make it weird. <laughs> but people do it. <laughs> Katie's just trying to get some sort of validation for her. See, I'm not the only one does. who puts crystals everywhere. <laughs> I've never worn a crystal in my bra, but some of my tour guides do. And that's totally cool. And like, you guys all have your own different experiences? Yes. Okay. So you might connect with like one ghost more than, and someone might connect with like a different ghost or mm-hmm. whatever. Okay. Would you say the Scarlet Lady is your favorite? Oh, hands down. Like, okay. Girl. Okay. I mean, she sounds pretty cool. Like, I hope yeah. I can meet her. So yeah. are there, like, people, like, guides that haven't met her? Like, do you guys meet different types of ghosts and, like, other people can't interact with them? Like, they're only willing to interact with you or, like, another tour guide? Yeah. So the Scarlet Lady is pretty active. Um, like I've mentioned, like, she's probably our one of our most active spirits on the tour. Um <clears throat> Um, but some people have different interactions with other spirits. Like, um, for instance, Walter, who is this total creepo, uh, he particularly liked one of our now former tour guides and would like show up on her tours, like pretty consistently. Like a stalker? uh, (laughs) Like he... Um, he is the one who, uh, murdered that girl that I was talking about, the young girl and oh, uh, mom trapped okay. to her mother as well. Okay. I don't want to give it all away just because you guys haven't taken the tour yeah, yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally. So, okay. So he's kind of a, a freak still. Yeah. So, like still he, a fucking weirdo. <laughs> um, showed up on one of her tours and asked one of like the people on the tour, like where her daughter was. And so like this person turned to, um, our tour guide and was like, who's, you know, and said her daughter's name. And she was just like, um, excuse me. Like, why are you asking me about her? Hell, that is, how does he know that? And then another tour, as she's telling this story, Another person on her tour saw a man pop up and laugh out loud before disappearing. So he showed up again for her. Oh my God. What? I would be like, can you go? I feel like I would need to tell him like, you have to stop coming on my tours. I don't like you. Yeah. (laughs) Like you're fucking goodbye. (laughs) Yeah. Like you are a fucking weirdo ghost, please. I don't need you asking about my kid. Like, yeah. How did he know she had a daughter? Like, was she ever on the tour with her or? I'm guessing that she mentioned her daughter at one point in time. Okay. That's wild. I bet all these like spirits and ghosts, like interact with each other and are just like laughing at the shit they say to us and you know make us freak out over that's Mm -hmm. crazy that he's whispering stuff or whatever just like the other people on the tour can hear it like so they can so when we go on the tour like a ghost could tell us something absolutely 
<laughs> That's crazy. I've never heard like a spirit voice or anything. If it's anything like that. other than Jennifer, I love your outfit. Then I'm. <laughs> I'm, I'm I know. I was thinking of the one when you were saying like they were flicking lights if you were like a pretty girl or something, and then I was thinking like, what was if the lights don't flicker? Like, the lights don't flicker. Like, go in there. Oh my god! How devastating! I was so upset when the lights no longer flickered because they updated <laughs> the electrical. I'm like, um, excuse me. I know I'm wearing a mask. Yeah, now. Like, <laughs> cute um did you see me did you like, see me where are the lights so now we know right. it's just the new it's mechanical the stuff yeah, yeah. new yeah. electrical like, I'm still cute <laughs> yeah because I feel like I would be a little offended I'd be like all right where's the flickering like, I'd be like over touching the light switch like flickering it myself like <laughs> yeah. see you guys see it. you saw that right <laughs> So it seems like it's like a fun job because it seems like there's kind of always something, there can be something new with a new group of people. Absolutely. And you get to meet so many cool people from all over the place. And uh, it's honestly one of the most fun jobs I've ever had. Um, It can be a little bit stressful sometimes just, you know, uh, especially our downtown, uh, our most downtown location sometimes doesn't have um, the greatest parking accessibility. And, uh, you know, driving a 23 foot hearse and parallel parking that oh. is a feat, but I'm very proud to say that I'm very good at it. <laughs> that doesn't sound easy at all. So I give you no. credit for that. That sounds hard as fuck. You are talented. So how many people can go in the hearse and then how many people can go in the van? I want to say we fit up to seven people in the bigger hearse and like six in the smaller hearse and then uh, fit up to about 10 in the van. Okay. And is it like a, is the hearse like just for private parties or can you be like a solo rider? Okay. Um, You cannot be a solo rider just because um, we only, we, the smallest number on the tour is two. So you can have like a date night, but you can't be like a solo writer just because, um, you know, that could make for creep experiences and we don't want that, you know, the cost effectiveness and everything like that. Besides it's more fun with more people. Yeah. Yeah. I would definitely want to go with a group. (laughs) What an interesting date night. Like you can really (laughs) get to know someone on something like this, like really test the waters. I've had people go on their very first date together on my tour before, which is so wild to me. Like I clearly need date nights. Like what do they think it's fucking weird that their date brought them there or are they like, are they both? I feel like this is something you have to like discuss beforehand. Yeah. Like (laughs) probably not a surprise. Like, Hey, (laughs) guess what we're doing. I would recommend discussing it beforehand unless it's like something that somebody is completely into and you know that prior to it. Yeah, exactly. Not just like springing it on them, but it's pretty cool because it's like, that's not a typical date that I feel like most people would go on. Mm-hmm. A lot of uh, the surprise uh, aspects of the tour, like when somebody is surprised to go on it, it's like a birthday event and they're like totally into it. So, I mean, we have all sorts of people come on the tours. Like I mentioned, like some are complete skeptics and just want to like know about the history behind things. And some people are like just completely into it. I actually had a seven-year-old on my tour once, which we don't recommend bringing kids. Um, I had somebody try to bring their baby once and I'm like, I can't talk about murders in front of a child like this. Oh my God. this seven-year-old boy was like so enthralled with like every single aspect of the tour. He thought it was the coolest thing ever. And his mom was like, I mean, you do you kid. That's his interest. Some kids like baseball. Some kids like spirits. (laughs) Well, he, in this super creepy attic, turned to me and was like, I'm going to spend the night here and it's going to be the coolest thing ever. And the manager at the time for that establishment walks by and he's like, okay, buddy, you have fun because I'm not going to be there because it is so creepy up here. Did he actually get to spend the night? What's that? Did the little kid actually spend the night or was he just no, like saying it? No, no, <laughs> <laughs> I would have been like, if I was his mom, I'd be like, okay, you want to do this, do it. Like the spirits can watch you. 
I'm gonna go yeah, get a drink down the street at the bar. <laughs> right. For Is free. There, you don't have to pay spirits. Do people go to bars like um on the tour? Because I was like seeing other ones like stop at different bars and I was like, Is it because they're haunted? Yeah. Okay, so all these bars are haunted. Yeah, there's a lot of bars in Austin that are haunted because you know they at one point a lot of them were like speakeasies and most had brothels okay. there. Um though it was a boom in business. Do you know, is there like any sort of, have you seen any sort of correlation with drinking on this trip? Because like I saw that apparently when you drink alcohol, it like really opens you up to, I don't know, the spirit realm or whatever. Like, do people tend to see more spirits if they're drinking? Yes. Um, Oh my God, it's true. Yeah, I've noticed that for myself that I become more receptive when I have had a few spirits in me. Is it why they call it spirits? <laughs> like, the, well, they call alcohol spirits. So, like, <laughs> you drink yeah. a spirit to see a spirit. Okay, so if we drink, which we heard we can bring alcohol on the tour. Yes, be um, welcome. So we can maybe be more open. Absolutely. To it. Okay. Do you, so and does anyone like so is this experience with the spirits just kind of like isolated to this tour or do you ever get people that like call you after and are like hey like I think so and so followed me home I've never had an experience where somebody has been followed home okay okay like attached to them and are like, right. I'm going with her or something. Yeah, our, like, the spirits that we have um, at these locations are pretty comfortable with just staying put where they are. Um, they're not going to like follow you home. Okay, okay. That's good to know. Good to know. That was my main concern. Cause I'm like, I'm not trying to get attached Absolutely. to. Especially if you're not inviting them to come with you. Like I wouldn't recommend doing something like that. No. Um, but <laughs> Yeah, you should be good. <laughs> I'll make that very clear. Like, you cannot come with me. I'm going to leave and you're going to stay here. here. I live over here. You Bye-bye. live here. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any other stories that you want to tell or are they kind of saved for the tour? I mean, you'll just have to take my tour to find out. Okay. <laughs> what else should people know who want to go on the tour? Hmm, That's a good question. I feel like we've covered pretty much everything. Yeah. I mean, I'm excited. I'm nervous, but I'm excited. <laughs> yeah, I hope that it's an absolute blast for you. Um, for me particularly, I keep everything about half and half with the, the historical aspect, as well as the haunted reports. So you get kind of a very well-rounded tour. Um, each of our tours um, for the different tour guides is a little bit different just because we're our own uh, people. Mm-hmm. So Can we request you? Absolutely. Okay. Um, Sundays and Tuesdays are generally my best nights to catch me. Um, I am on the schedule kind of sporadically otherwise, but those are the best nights to find me. Okay. And then do you do, because we were thinking of doing it Thursday night, but maybe a Saturday or Sunday night works. Yeah. But yeah. So we can, we can see. So how can people get a hold of haunted um, ATX? hauntedatx.com is the best way. We are also on social medias. Um, Just look up hashtag hauntedatx. Perfect. I'm excited. (laughs) I know. I really hope I see some good, like I'm a visual person. I want to see the guy in the mirror. I want to see him drinking his alcohol, you know, Mm -hmm. like I maybe you could hold my hand. I don't know. I don't know. If you're nice. Yeah. I'm still, still worried about that one a little, but, but I'm excited. One of our locations, you may even see a face in one of the windows. Mm. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. okay. All right. I'll be <sighs> mentally prepared. <laughs> That's definitely visual. Right up my alley. Yeah. So have oh. either of you taken haunted tours before? No, never. Like, no. I mean, I've been to the Haunted Mansion at Disneyland. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of similar. It's close enough, right? So that's basically as close to a haunted house as I've gotten. Yeah, I'm, I'm a veteran. I've been on that ride a few times. A few times. There's been a ghost in between me and whoever I'm with. But um, but besides I that, about that no. I was watching, I was watching uh, 
Ask a Mortician the other day on YouTube. Uh-huh. And she was t- saying about how that ride is like one of the very popular spots to spread people's ashes at Disneyland. What? I heard that. Yeah. I heard that. I've never heard that. That is weird. And then they have to shut the whole thing down because obviously they have to clean it. And then yeah. it's just a big ordeal. Because nobody wants to breathe in grandma. No, no. that sounds kind of Preferably disgusting. not. No. But, oh my God. Yeah, that's about as haunted as it's gotten. I'm trying to think if I've ever been into like a haunted house before, but I don't think so. Well, I, I definitely like- recommend uh, taking more haunted tours whenever you are traveling, just because you do find out a lot more information about the city and uh, the different locations than some of the more generic tours. It's a lot more in depth compared to like, oh, here's one of the founding fathers who is, you know, some dead white guy. Right. Like, right. that's what I was want- I was like, okay, let's Oh, we'll be a little cultured on our trip. I mean, we want to party the whole time too, but like we want to do something that's like, yeah. (laughs) So we want to do something that like we learn about the city too. So I feel like that is cool. Cause like I've never even looked in LA or anything or any other place to go to a ghost tour. Absolutely. I'm sure there is some here, but I've never looked into it. Well, maybe the first of many. I know we will save the first. We'll, yeah, we'll see how the experience goes. Like if I get attacked or something, then maybe not, but I have a good experience. Yeah. <laughs> well, Ali, thank you so much for being on. Honestly, this was so interesting and it made me so much more excited for so July glad. and we will definitely request you. So hopefully we can get you. Yeah, absolutely. Make sure you guys follow us at Brutally Blunt Podcast on Instagram and on Twitter at Brut Blunt Pod. And make sure that you like, follow, subscribe. Thank you guys so much for being here. And thanks so much for always enjoying our content. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye.